I'm Ingrid Delamar Kenny. I'm the CEO and founder of The Method. She's also my wife and she's the smartest woman I've ever met. First of all, she's my mom and she's really cool. She's all that and she's a superhero. Never mind CEO, she's gangster. This is the Pardon My French podcast. On this episode, you'll hear about wellness, fitness, Frenchism, and lifestyle, a Trey fucking chic gangster podcast. Hosted by fitness and wellness French hedonism guru and creator of The Method, The Body, yours truly, Ingrid Delamar Kenny, live from Monte Carlo, Monaco. On this show, you'll find a mix of audio entertainment, including listener and audience questions answered about health wellness, lifestyle, family, and relationships, and my French holistic tips to be healthy, have your best body, and transform both your body and your mindset into the happiest ever, as well as living la belle vie lifestyle like a chic French gangster. Welcome to Pardon My French, episode 21. I am Ingrid Delamar Kenny and I am your host, as always, live from Monaco. Today is going to be a quick one. I do not have a guest this week and I apologize for that. However, I do know who my guest is going to be next week in my superhero segment. It is House of Lauren. House of Lauren is a blogger. She's an amazing woman who I got to really know over Instagram. Uh, she's one of those babes supporting babes type of girl. She's a girl's girl. She's a mom. Uh, she wrote an amazing article about me. I think she's so skilled. I remember when I read the article the first time, I literally wrote to her and said, oh my gosh, you should have been a, jour a journalist. You are so gifted with words. Uh, she managed to make me look so good. And I'm going to actually um, put uh, the link to that article in the show notes because it really deserves a little bit of spotlight. Uh, but she's coming on the blog next, sorry, she's coming on the podcast next week um, to talk about her journey since she started following me and gave up on the diet mentality. Uh, she was something short of going uh, into what we refer to as an eating disorder and made a quick U-turn to the wild side, the gangster chic side. She is not my client. I've never worked with her. She started Inulin pretty recently. And so, she, of course, she'll talk about her journey with Inulin. But what you have to realize about the fact that I bring those people on the podcast, those amazing women who, you know, decide to go out on a whim. I, I know I always use this expression, but I can't think of anything else to say about it and decide to give my mentality a shot is that it's a big commitment. It's a big commitment to really give up on the comfort zone that diet gives you. This sort of control, this restriction, um, this restrictive mind that gives you an impression of control to leave that comfort zone and come on the wild side and say, I'm gonna live wild and free like a motherfucker French chic gangster. Um, that, 
you know, that, uh, that really takes balls. And that's why I bring those amazing women on because I feel like they're micro influencers and their stories are so real. Today, real stories are the PR of this new era. You don't need to do public relations. You don't need to brand yourself. You don't need to be watching, um, you know, all of these public relations I mean, you don't need to be going by all these guidelines and have a PR agent. What you need is truth and honesty. And I feel like in this case, I can tell you everything I want. I can be as authentic as I want. But as long as I bring you the real people behind the story and you guys are the real people behind the story, I'm not. I always say I'm the map and you guys are the adventurers, the heroes, the Christopher Columbus um, you know, of your own body, pretty much. Um, and one of my incredible followers turned super close friend in a very short amount of time. And I know that sounds, ugh, that sounds almost like so, um, innocent of me and naive maybe to say that, especially because I've been burnt in friendship on Instagram before I get close. And, you know, even though I have this really tough persona, I get hurt. I'm like human, like everybody else, but I got very close to one of my followers and she's become very fast, a close friend. And she's proven herself to be so true and real and a real, a real source of inspiration for me, support, she's even protective she's incredible and i'm not going to mention her because i want to um, really keep her private for now um and uh, keep her comfortable i want to say but she called me her north star and i am so humbled at that title um so if you're listening yeah, I'm coming out with it. She called me her North Star and that is so flattering. But that's also when someone like her or like you guys give me all this credit for turning your life around, feeling better with your body, feeling happier, all of these amazing things you create, you credit me with. I want to say all I am is pretty much giving you the direction to go in. The fact that you follow it, the fact that you decide to use your um, intuition, your inner strength and your guts uh, to go in that direction is all you. So I may be your little North Star and I will thrive to keep that amazing, flattering, humbling title, but all the credit is due to you all if you have come to the wild side and decided to listen to my tips and turn things around for yourself. Um, so all of this to say that today is going to be a short one, but it was important for me to put it in a podcast and that's a way for me to officialize it on, you know, online. It's a great source of information for people. People are going to be asking about it and I can always refer them to this episode. Um, Everyone knows I'm a mom and I've been a mom since I'm 20 years old. Somebody wrote to me a few days ago, you should do a podcast about how you have to feel individual when you're also a mom. Uh, This person did not have a child yet. So I found her question normal for someone who doesn't have a child. And she said, like, how do you separate being your own woman and being a mom? I'm scared to have a child and lose my identity. 
and I did not judge her. I actually, um, you know, I, I understand that when you're not a mother, you, you may feel that way. Uh, I'm going to say something super cliche and say the minute that you become a mother, you are not afraid to lose your individuality most of the time. But in my case, I'm not the right person to actually answer your question, whoever you are. I'm not going to mention your name. I'm going to keep that private too. Uh, because all I know is to be a mom. I've been a mom since I'm a woman. So I, I consider that I became a woman around the age of 17, but really like had my son at 20. And all I know since I'm 20 years old, it's been 21 years old. It's been 20 years old, actually, 20 years, sorry, that I'm a mom. Um, all I know is to be a mother and that's all I want to be. I love to be successful. I love to be, you know, Ingrid Delamar Kenny, fitness expert. I love to be somebody's North Star. I love to be somebody's wife. Um, I love to be someone's best friend, someone's daughter, someone's sister. Uh, I love to be someone's uh, business partner or CEO, but what I am is a mom. Everything that I do is to thrive, to be Dylan, Savannah, and Dakota's mom, um, and to make them proud and to keep them safe. Um, so I wouldn't be the right one to ask about keeping your individuality as you become a mom, but I'm definitely the one to ask about how to feed your children in this crazy world of supplements and worried about giving your kids powders and vitamins. I'm going to start with inulin, with Simply Inulin. People ask me, is it safe to give Simply Inulin to your children? And I always answer, yes, it's fiber. However, I don't even put a period, I put a comma. However, why would you? Why not teach your children that they need to eat fiber and that they need to get so vegetable, legume, and fruit friendly in a way that you teach them what food can do for them rather than what food can do to them? And so, yes, simply inulin is safe for them and you can camouflage it in an omelet so all of a sudden you have an amazing source of protein, which the kids need. Um, I, I'll get onto the, you know, the, the medical recommendations as, as far as how much protein kids, kids need. So a kid that's like, for example, 13 years old needs 34 grams of protein. A kid uh, that is like, also that's children that are up to 14, they need 34 grams of protein. Uh, girls aged 14 to 18 need 46 grams of proteins. And boys uh, 14 to 18 need 52 grams of protein. Now we know I hate math. So that means absolutely fucking nothing to me, but I'm just giving it to you to show you I've done my research so you know I'm not full of shit. Um, but my point is, don't be afraid to give them eggs. Do not give them protein powder. Don't be afraid to give them fruit, vegetables, and legumes under any kind of circumstance. Like, don't tell your kids, stop having mangoes and bananas. There's 60, um, there's 60 calories in a banana. I'm, I'm just saying this on top of my head. Or mango is very sweet. Don't scare your children from food. Don't turn them into the psychopath that you've become at the hands of the diet world. 
So when you ask me about inulin, I always say, do not put it in their drinks, do not put it in their milk, do not put it in their, you know, anything. Yes, they can have your brioche and that's fantastic. But if you're going to make them something that has gluten in it, which is absolutely fine if your kid is not intolerant to gluten, um, yeah, you can, ha- you can add a teaspoon, uh, a teaspoon of inulin. I'll tell you when to add inulin in their food. When you feel like they're craving something that's really not healthy for them, like they want a chocolate chip cookie, a plain chocolate chip cookie, but you're going to make it for them and you're going to make it with real flour because they're children. Why should you, should you substitute anything for your kids at this point? They should go through the same path that we have. I ate every kind of cookies when I was younger. I ate Oreo cookies. I ate, you know, um, um, what, what are they called? The Lou cookies from France. I ate them all. Why shouldn't your kids? But if you're going to make a chocolate chip cookie for your child at home and you're going to use real flour for your child, because he's a child after all, you want to put a teaspoon or two teaspoons of inulin to say, you know what, I'm going to add fiber to, to this so that the food that the kid is eating actually, actually can do something for him or her rather than just be pleasurable. However, I'm so not okay with giving the kids a shake let alone a coffee. Of course, you're not going to give your child an inulin coffee. I don't think we should be giving coffee to our children. Uh, let children be children. They should have, you know, a hot chocolate. And I'm not going to put, a, I'm not going to put simply inulin in Dakota's hot chocolate because I just find, I find it disturbing that at the age of 13, I already have to get her used to the concept of a powder. The concept of a powder in our drink, the concept of a powder in something to go. I don't think it's okay to give the kids a smoothie as breakfast. It's absolutely not fine. Even if you put simply inulin and flax or whatever you want to put in it that I may have endorsed before, I don't think it's okay. I think your child should sit down and have delicious things and look at chocolate the way we looked at it when we were kids. Don't stigmatize real food for your children and that includes not getting them so used to seeing you pouring in your lane in their food if you're making yourself a brioche with simply in your lane and your child passes by and wants some it's absolutely fine super healthy for him or her but do not go make it for him her or his friends let them have real real food even if you know of the dangers of this food as you grow up, as, as you become an adult, I feel like they need to go through that process. And I think until they are at an age where they can consciously decide to subtract certain things out of their diets, then we should let them be. Of course, you have to teach them about portions. Of course, you have to tell them that fast food's not good for them and not allow them to have hamburgers and fries all the time and make that into a treat that you have once a month or, you know, every Thursday after practice or something like that. But as far as adding powders and supplements into your kid's food, I'm not okay with it. Not so much because it's unsafe, but because it just fucks with their brain already. I want your kids to learn fiber, protein. I don't want them to learn carbs or or calories. I want them to know about fatty acids. I want them to know about good fats. Don't always talk to them about the, you know, dangerous aspect of eating French fries. 
French fries are life. If I was fucking 14 years old, I'd be still eating French fries every other day. And I did at the time. So of course you have to watch for them. And if you're in America, you, you have to watch for so much when it comes to your kids. You have to watch, at the, for, watch out for the milk. Um, I noticed the difference with my son Dylan. We, he was crazy about milk. And you know, Dylan's 20 years old today. So if you go back to when he was like four years old, five years old, six years old, and he was obsessed with milk, we didn't know as much about, you know, GMO, um, genetically modified uh, injections in milk. So I gave him regular milk and then I found out that it may be the reason why he was gaining weight because Dylan started to gain weight unexplicably. And I cooked for him like a French person in America and he was still gaining weight. And if you listen to the podcast that Dylan's on, you'll actually hear all about it. We speak about the fact that he almost was borderline obese when we arrived in France, that people were like judging me, being such a thin mother with such a, you know, a a child that was like literally borderline obese. Um, And part of it was the milk. And so I stopped the milk um, and he was crying about it because he loved it. And I loved milk growing up. And so it's so awful that you have to literally be so scared of milk for your children today. Milk was such an amazing source of health for children back in the days. Um, but when we arrived in France, I started to give Dylan uh, whole milk here, uh, which comes in a carton and it's fresh. And it's like literally you have to throw it out after a day or two because it's no longer fresh. And he lost all the weight and I realized that it was that milk. So yes, you guys in the States or in North America are up against, it's an uphill battle. You have to check out the, the cheeses. You can't give them cheese sticks, for example, but you don't have to tell them those things unless they go shopping for themselves for food. You have to warn them about the distributors in the school. You have to teach them how to read labels and look for real food. So how do you teach your kids to be intuitive about what they eat? But at the same time, you want to scare them about food. There's no way you should be giving PB2 powder, peanut butter powder uh, to your kids. Give them Skippy. Teach them instead that maybe Skippy is not that great because it has this and that. Maybe you should look for something they adore like almond butter, like tahini. Kids love tahini. My kids love it. So, but instead of that, don't stigmatize real food and give them um, give them substitutes, I would want to say. I heard of um, some specialists, I want to say experts, saying that kids need protein powder to build muscle because they go to baseball practice and some sort of training that they're passionate about. Um, but I don't think a child a certain age, like 12 years old, should be building a six-pack. I think that's very unhealthy. Um, and I think that's not okay to give them a protein powder to fuel their workout, their, their workout and build their muscles. Um, I, I find that so awful. I find that distort childhood. And I want to say, fuck you to the experts and the professionals that are recommending giving protein powders and supplements to your children. If somebody tells you it's safe, they're assholes.
if I start showing you a lot of children eating stuff with inulin in it or having an inulin chocolate milk, please send me a message. Tell me I'm an asshole and unfollow me. It's absolutely fine to put a little bit of inulin in chili, for example. You want to feel good about what you give your children. You want to feel like, you know what, today, let's say Savannah didn't have enough broccoli or she really like disliked the vegetables that were served to her and didn't eat them and I couldn't convince her to eat them. Let me sneak in a little bit of inulin um, in her pasta sauce tonight so she can have a little bit more fiber in her food. But I actually will do it where she's not even so conscious of it because I want to continue encouraging Savannah, my 17-year-old, to look for nutrition, nutrients in real food. If you start talking to your kids about substitution or supplementation of nutrients from packaged stuff, what are you turning them into? Do you really want your child to be a product of this era, new guinea pig? All our products, I mean, inulins existed for years. It's existed for centuries, actually. I, I mean, maybe not centuries, but for over 100 years, maybe. You know, people used it in Eastern Europe to put it in um, their loaves to satiate their families, their loaves of bread. But at the end of the day, I don't think you should rely on any powder, inulin included, to, um, to give your kids the right amount of nutrients. And so, yes, it's more work for you. You have to scratch your head and wonder what to give them for breakfast. And maybe Captain Crunch is not it. So it makes your life a little bit more complicated. But that's where you need to become a French parent rather than an American parent, always looking to give them a mug on the go or tumbler on the go or a sandwich on the go. Think about maybe waking up your child 20 minutes earlier. I know it's tough, but so you can sit for breakfast and teach them some manners. Put a nice table set on the table or on the kitchen counter, you know, and fold a napkin nicely and teach them to eat an omelet maybe with their fork and knife. I know it's so much easier to give them a fucking smoothie with protein powder and maybe a little bit of inulin drizzled on that. But fuck you, that's not how you, how you give protein and fiber to a child. No. Think of giving your children the experience of eating. And that means not mixing up powders. That means teaching them fork and knife, plate, napkin on your lap. Sit up straight, look at mommy while you eat. Have a sip of water. Also, you need to realize that in France... No children walk around with smoothies or milkshakes. You find a, milk, a milkshake in France when you go to Shake Shack or to an ice cream shop. It's not something that you make at home. Nobody makes milkshakes at home or um, any type of shakes or smoothies. A smoothie is a, is a treat. It is absolutely not a snack. It's a treat. It's something that you could say to your kid, if you're going to have a smoothie, you're not having dessert. Because that's fruit and that's a lot of shit in there. Not shit, but it's a lot of glucose and fructose. Putting inulin in it is not going to make it any better. That's something you do for your fucking conscience. And I don't like it. Same goes with protein powders. 
keep all of that stuff for you you know your ship of being a child has sailed but it doesn't mean that your child's ship has sailed let them be don't show them powder as a source of nutrition that's my message today see it wasn't so much about it being dangerous for them even though i do have my own thought about protein powders but i've shared it before so i'm not gonna you know I'm not going to keep hammering that nail in the coffin. You guys all know what I feel about any protein powder. I'm not talking about any brand in particular. I think as far as I'm concerned, they all created the same. Um, We don't necessarily need them unless you have a child that is truthfully too thin, that that, that is clinically, medically diagnosed with being underweight, and that you cannot get that child to to absorb protein from you know animal protein or cheese or legumes or eggs then okay i'm not talking about the situations but other than that get your kids familiar with the shape texture look smell of real food legumes lentils your child should love lentils What's crazy that some protein powders actually provide 80 grams of protein per serving. This is considerably more than a growing child needs in one day, let alone in one serving. So think about it. If you're already putting your child in excess protein intake from childhood, what the fuck is going to happen to that child when they come to puberty and hormones start working? You're fucking up their endocrine system before they even had a chance at being an adult. That's not right. Imagine that a child is eating in one day, an ideal breakfast, let's say, a cup of uh, plain yogurt with fruits and granola. So granola with yogurt and some fruits is about 10 grams of protein. Um, Lunch, let's say they have beans, chili with uh, avocado. And dinner, They have chicken, rice, and some green beans. So that's about 30 grams of protein. So that child already consumed 58 grams of whole food protein. So he surely doesn't need the supplement in his diet. But some people will say, well, I gave it to him in a smoothie so he wouldn't have to have breakfast. And I would say to them, Jenny Craig, you're a fucking asshole. Why are you not letting your child sit down and have real food and giving them a smoothie to go? What are you, what are you raising? The juice, uh, the, the juice generation? Didn't we learn about this? Don't we have enough people already that have suffered from eating disorders in the generation previous to our children? Don't be an asshole. Give your kids real food. And please don't use the fact that you're in America as an excuse to say, I'm worried about giving him meat and I'm worried about the eggs and the pasture and I'm worried about the cheese. Do some work. Go shop in places where you can feel safe about what you're giving to your child, but serve them real food. Don't rely on powders and that includes inulin. There would be nothing wrong if your kid wants to take a sip out of your smoothie, although I think you're an idiot for having a protein powder smoothie, but if you're listening to me, you already know that. 
I think the danger is when someone, especially a growing child, um, is using these powders instead of eating enough whole foods. And that is what they see you do because all we do right now with this diet mentality is substitute. And we're scared of avocado and sweet potatoes, so we make our kids as scared of vegetables as we used to make them as scared of bugs back in the days. Actually, back in the days, you used to say, I'm going to take my child camping so I can get them accustomed to nature and they could be less scared of spiders and stuff like that. Yet, you bring them back in your kitchen and you scare them of a fucking potato. So today, your kids are not petrified of bugs. They're scared of veggies and bananas. Do you hear how ridiculous that is? Well, I think that showing them too much powder or the use of powder as a way of feeding themselves fucks up their relationship with food from a very, very young age. You have to realize on top of it that a lot of the supplements and the powders that you can be giving your kids have artificial flavoring so that the kids will like them. Artificial sweeteners, untested herbs. You know, some of them even have metals. Can you imagine? Many are not even regulated by the FDA, even though we know FDA is bullshit and it's often, uh, you know, completely corrupted. But still, a lot of the stuff you want to give your children are not even regulated by anything. That is so scary. And don't, let me, don't get me started on stuff that's manufactured in the U.S., If you've listened to my previous podcast, if you listen to my ramblings on Instagram, you know that all the food supplements that's in the US has a very, very high margin of stuff that is not disclosed to you and doesn't have to be in the ingredients. And they can call something pure when in fact it has some added ingredients. Added ingredients like that you could never even think about. So instead of freaking scaring your kids from real food, maybe start teaching them how to read labels so that when something is handed to them, they can use that intuition that hasn't been corrupted yet by the diet mentality that we have all been exposed to as adults. There are much better ways to um, give a source of protein or fiber to your kids. Uh, But most importantly, there's much better ways of giving your kids all the vitamins, minerals, uh, healthful fats that they need uh, without possibly adding chemically powdered, you know, shit into their life. You can give them nut or seed butters raw seeds or nuts, ground flax seeds, chia seeds, hemp seeds. You could put them in their cookies, in their muffins, whole yogurt. Don't be scared to give them whole yogurt. Coconut milk. Coconut milk has five grams of protein per cup and that's all natural. If you get our Simply Kefir coconut milk, uh, coconut yogurt, if you make it, because the Simply Kefir is grains, you can give that to your child because that's natural. Those are grains. Those are grains and you make the yogurt at home. It is nothing artificial. So you can give that to your child. Raw oats soaked overnight in water, then drained. That's six grams of protein per cup. Raw coconut, cocoa nibs, 
Can you imagine? That is so healthy. Cocoa nibs are so healthy. You can give them protein. You, you, they will benefit, sorry. Um, they will benefit from the protein in it. Uh, there's antioxidants in it, vitamins and minerals. Any dark leafy greens like spinach, um, you know, have protein, vitamins, minerals, chlorophyll, fiber, avocado, four grams of protein plus health, healthy fats. Like, so, and if your kids have a hard time eating leafy greens, for example, this is what I do. I made these tortillas um, and I put like cheese in it, like ricotta cheese and spinach leaves in it. And I add a little bit of cheddar and then I put another tortilla on top. I press them together and put them in the oven for like a few minutes. My daughters love that. And they're eating the leafy green. Whereas usually, let's say, they wouldn't be so inclined to just love the fact that I'm giving them spinach. There's so many things you can do to hide protein, fiber, minerals, nutrients in your kid's food without possibly um, giving them processed shit. And that goes for anything. Now, we know simply inulin is not processed shit and it's natural, but still, it remains a powder. I don't like the mindset behind it for children. So like I said, if you feel like giving them pasta one night is not nutritious enough, you're, you wish you made string beans, but you didn't, then put a little bit of inulin fiber in their sauce, but don't even say it to them so they don't get so used to saying, oh, it's okay, I'm going to have a burger tomorrow, but then I'll have something with inulin the next day. You don't want your kids to have that mentality. Try not to fall for sales gimmicks that advertise extra vitamins, superfoods, and probiotic in a powder also. And that goes for you as well. Um, the ideal protein powder, if anything, would be pea protein, P-E-A, um, which would list only peas as the only ingredient. But we know that that's literally inexistent today. You have to look for stuff that's free of sugar and artificial sweetener, stuff that is low in heavy metals. There's a lot of metal and toxins now in some of these powders and superfoods. So you have to kind of check for all that stuff. For me, it's becoming so laborious to look out for those things that I just prefer giving my kids real food. Beware also of the lure of energy as powders advertise. Energy, fuel, um, they might include caffeine, um, stuff like guarana or coffee and mate um, that they stimulate, but they don't actually provide long-lasting energy. And I do believe that they really fuck with the kids' hormones. We don't want that. We don't want their health to be already corrupted by those things. I mean, as we grow, our whole environment corrupts so much of our health. So let's try to keep them safe. And sometimes keeping them safe is not making an extra effort to make them healthy with add-ons. Deducting from their diet as far as processed stuff, stuff that come in packages, stuff that promise something and rely on real food is probably the safest bet when it comes to children. It's more work, it's not fast to prepare, 
But in the long run, if like me, all you are deep inside is a mom, then that's what you have to do in good conscience. So like I said, I am not um, trashing any type of product. I'm not saying that whatever manufacturers or experts are telling you is safe for your kids is unsafe. I'm not going up against huge gurus and professionals. I'm not telling you inulin is unsafe, it's safe. And all of those other products may be safe. But why even, why even bring powders into your kid's life as a source of nutrients? I feel like it is really not needed. The healthier alternative always is to try and make sure that you give them the best version of the food or cookie or whatever it is that is at your reach and that means with ingredients that you recognize on the on labels and thus ingredients that your child as soon as he or she can read can recognize on labels. You want to give your children healthful, healthful fats. You want to give them whole food proteins that offers vitamins and minerals. So why even rely on anything that's chemically powdered or a shake? Think of a shake as an indulgence for the child. I don't even like the word indulgence, but dessert you know, or ice cream. That's, that's what a shake or a smoothie should be. In France, no one walks around with a green smoothie in their hands. As a matter of fact, the use of tumblers, which is ironic because I have tumblers, I stayed very American in that way, but I'm ashamed to walk around with them. So what I do is I take my tumbler, drink my coffee in my car. Sometimes I'll put it in my bag to get to the studio and take it out and drink at the studio. But no one in France walks around with smoothies and shakes let alone children people look at them like they're absolutely crazy you see children walking around with you know ice cream cones or you know snacks or whatever but never with smoothie straws and whatever it's like starbucks has made it here but not like people sit at starbucks here they don't, they don't take it with them. And I love that. I love the fact that the French are completely resisting this fast walking away with portable lunch in liquid blech. I love it. And I think that if we can teach our kids to be gangster chic from a young age, they can really slay at this. Why not? I hope you enjoyed this episode. I know it was briefer than uh, usual. I didn't think I needed to go into deep talks about all this. I just wanted to make it very clear that each time someone asks me if inulin is safe for kids, I will say, yes, it's safe, medically safe. It's been even recommended by some uh, doctors that work with kids who have ADD, ADHD, autism. Um, as we know that the gut um, and brain access is a real thing. So they recommend inulin for those children and they have proven uh, through research and, and trials that it's very effective. But I actually never mentioned that to anyone. I think I've posted the article once. 
because I don't want people going crazy giving inulin to their kids. I want people to think of giving their kids real prebiotics from foods. They can worry about supplementing later. So I wanted that to be very clear. Um, and I think that's all there is to say about that. If you have any questions or any thoughts about this, feel free to send me a message and to share with me. Uh, the retreat is coming April 8th. Uh, so if you are not aware, we have a transformation retreat here in the SAS of France at the Grand Hotel du Cap. And it's in a nutshell, everything I'm telling you to teach your kids that's going to be applied at that retreat in this beautiful, iconic South of France hotel overlooking the Mediterranean Sea. We're gonna have two master sessions of the method workout a day with me. Um, you can find some pictures on my Instagram. You can also go on the website retreat.themethodmc.com. We're gonna put this on the show notes so you can just click. Um, uh, but you can still sign up. We have two spots left. Um, actually, one may open as one of the person that was supposed to come got pregnant. She's very happy about it. Uh, she actually credits Inulin for getting pregnant and balancing hormones out, uh, but she cannot make the trip now. So uh, I think her spot might be opening. She was checking with her doctor if she could still take up some of the sessions, uh, but she's about four months and a half and I'm not sure I can modify the sessions for her at the retreat. So her spot might open up too. So we might have three spots still open if you are interested. Uh, it's a six nights, seven days retreat. We get to spend a lot of time around the pool. You will have one-on-ones with me every day. There will be nothing that will be like taking lectures or notes or anything like that. It's a lot of hanging out a la gangster chic Francaise. Um, so feel free to go check it out. If you want to work out with me, the virtual platform is becoming very popular, even with my existing clients. Uh, and uh, so you can check that out on uh, virtual.themethodmc.com. We're going to put this on the show notes as well. If you are looking for my new Simply Inulin chocolate chip cookie a la fleur de sel, which is so delicious. It's made with potato starch, which is so healthy for your gut. And I think Dr. Hyman spoke about that recently. I will post that on my stories so you guys can read. But potato starch is not potato and it's not potato flour. It's starch and it's very healthy for your gut. I added also instant yeast, which is amazing also for gut health. Um, and of course, simply inulin, regular chocolate chips, make sure that they don't have stevia in them or anything added that should not be in chocolate. Um, but if you're looking for those recipes, it is uh, posted at simplyrecipes.themethodmc.com. If you haven't been able to write that down or type as fast as I spoke, it is in the show notes. You want to work out with me for free. You can also do so with the flash workouts that are always there for you. You could do them with a towel. You don't need the equipment. Look it out. Look it up. Sorry, having a hard time speaking today on the show notes as well. Um, what else can I tell you about Simply Kefir? You can look on my IGTV. There is a video and I will post the link to it. Uh, there is a video on my IGTV that shows you exactly how to make Simply Kefir from Simply Kefir 
water elixir simply kefir champagne latte no it's not alcohol it's been named champagne latte centuries ago it is a sort of fizzy delicious lactose free vegan yogurt that tastes and feels like it's been mixed with champagne but instead it is simply a pure probiotic that brings into your gut 18 to 58 billion live probiotic strains and that is something that you make at home with the grains it takes a few minutes to make and then you have to be a little patient and ferment for 24 to 48 hours being a culturist has become something obsessive for me i'm not someone who has patience but weirdly enough for this i have tons of patience and i love to unveil the texture of my coconut kefir yogurt or my champagne lactate once they're ready um, so you can find that in the shop as well as simply in Yulin. We have a limited edition that we made for the Beverly Hills Hotel. It will be sold in about four weeks at the signature shop. But we also kept part of the stock to offer to those of you that cannot travel to Beverly Hills. I'm one of them uh, at this time. Uh, so you can have access to the super chic jar, which is a limited edition. And uh, sports are... Um, palm tree um, print which we also have on the special thank you card that you receive the gangster welcome to the gangster chic tribe card that you receive when you order simply in your lane i think i've bored you enough with the details so for more on all of this go into the show notes and you will find the links to everything if you wonder how you can cook for your family i have an e-cookbook which is inspired by my kids those are the meals that i cook for them they're not diet meals, they're delicious meals that allow convivial, amazing time with your family, partaking in the meal and not just feeding for the fuck of feeding. Um, helps you be more gangster chic and French by the minute. It's in the show notes. On this note, I cannot wait for the next episode with my special guest, one of you guys one of the superheroes. I wish you a beautiful weekend wherever you are and I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Bisou bisou from Monaco.